Off the Dome, the Austin Freestyle Podcast. I'm Creamer. I'm T Nasty. And together we are Run, Run the, the Fools. Fools. Special guest this week, Margaret Hunsaker. Demi. Performer, Hi. actor, singer, uh, improviser in Austin. Uh, we get into it. But first, I'll, some days. I'll, I'll be in LA from uh, the 12th, August 12th through the 19th. A lot of a lot of it at Flappers Comedy Club. A lot of it. I'm gonna be at Boy Band, which is an LA show on Thursday the 16th. Uh, that's really all I know right now. I'm gonna be at some Lucy Goosey, another another show the 18th uh, in LA. But then I'm gonna come on back home down to Austin, Texas. Yeehaw, baby! To see uh, to be at a show. To be at, a, I'm gonna be at Spider House at 9:30 doing stand up. My name's Tyler Gross, by the way. T N S C A K Tyler Tyler Gross. T T J Gross on Instagram. Tyler J Gross on Twitter. <laughs> and of course, every Wednesday, come see your boy at Buzzkill at Buzz Mill. Uh, Buzz at Buzz Mill. Um, Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Every Wednesday, come see your boy. Yeah. Um, coming up, end of August, is the Out of Bounds Comedy Festival in Austin, where Run the Fools has a show August 28th, 10 p.m. at Cold Town Theater. Uh, you could also see me in another troupe, Brick a Brack, um, that Saturday. What is that? September 1st? Uh, yeah. Out of bounds is a lot of fun. If you haven't been before, go to it. And now, uh, have y'all heard that new Teeth Pain song? No, he's got a new song. No. He's well, alive. He, he's alive. He's alive. He's alive. And he. <laughs> they should just put him out of his misery. Teeth Pain. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Put him out of Teeth Pain. And he has a song. I think it's like a remix of another song. It's called Buddha. B O O apostrophe D. Buddha. Sure. And. He starts off the song. He goes. He starts with Buddha, 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 Rocky. Right 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 right. right. No, he doesn't. He goes. Was that him? That wasn't him. No. no. Oh, okay. He starts off. He says, "How many songs can you write about a booty? About a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it immediately. Immediately. Is the rest of the song good? Yeah, the rest of the song. The whole song is great. Nice. But just like him, I, just, I don't know what it is about un- songs that are just unapologetic, like. I love this booty. I'm gonna write a whole four minute song about this booty. Mm-hmm. I, this is a song about the booty. Oh, about this booty. I'm gonna write a ballad. Does they it... see that booty, toss the salad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it, I just love. Because it, it wasn't gro- It wasn't like vulgar, but it was mm-hmm. overtly sexual. Yeah. And I like that. That's good. Uh, does he still do the like the auto tune? For like, sure, of course. The, that's his, his that's trademark. That's signature trademark. Be team with that. You know, I feel like I watched a video of him on the internet where it turns out he's a very good singer. Was it the Tiny Desk? Yes. NPR Tiny Desk. Uh, so it seems you know about this. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it's like it's amazing. Because the guy, yeah. on the, the guy, on the, there's a guy on a keyboard mm-hmm. playing an amazing keyboard, and then he's just singing, and you're like, you're like waha, waha. This is the song I used to love, but in a brand new way. A whole new light. Yeah, I loved it. We should introduce ourselves. Are we gonna start here? Figured. Unless you want to like throw in a rap about T Pain, I already mentally have an edit spot. If we wanted to just okay. go like straight into it, what are you feeling? You gonna just sneeze into that box? <laughs> My name's T Nasty. I'm Creamer, and together we are Run, Run the, the Fools. Fools. What's up, everybody? This week with us. Uh oh, it's Margaret Hunsinger. Hey, everybody. it's, it's me. Margaret. Yeah. Hey, I've talked everybody. about Margaret on the podcast before. Yeah, she's a good friend. That's me. She's a good worker. That's co-worker. True. Hard worker. She's uh, co-worker. <laughs> co- good hard co-worker. <laughs> she's an amazing performer in town. Thank you. She's an actress. She's a singer. She's uh, a renaissance woman. And a renaissance woman uh-huh. improviser. Uh-huh. You're in a show coming up. 
What is it? The Indian one. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, uh, it's the Big Fat Indian Wedding. Uh, I play a, a, a Texas Southern Belle who marries into uh, a, an Indian family, and the wedding is equal parts Texas ridiculousness mm. and uh, Indian Bollywood extraness. And there's all these like hilarious mis- mishaps and under- misunderstandings. Um, it is September 6th to the 9th, and it's site specific interactive theater at Mueller Park. Hell mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I live right by there. You can, you could easily go, except for you do have to buy tickets. Hit me up if you want a, a discount code. You said you're going to mm-hmm. give me the hookup. Oh, right. What if I just sneak in with the cast? Yeah, it's a wedding. There's lots of people at weddings. I could just be one of the people at the wedding. Also, I am wondering how they're going to deal with the fact that there's, you know, it's park, it's public place. What's stopping people from just you showing know, up there? Showing up. You have to like it. boot somebody off their blanket. Because I, I think I know what area you're talking about. There's no mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. there's no like specific. It's just an open area. There's no like way to corral people into not just running up and running up in the show, right? I mean, there might be. There might be I would assume they've got some sort of logistics people who will like get there ahead of time and will be like, yeah. hey, we've got a show that's going on here. Definitely going to have Excuse me, sir. Excuse right. me, sir. Would Definitely. you move your Would you move your blanket? Mm. You have to stop suntanning. How many girls can you marry for the booty? About, About a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even heard this song. Oh, it's so good. You got to check it out. Boot up. Boot up. Everybody. Boot up. Is it, is it like boot boo is, boot is like booty? No, I think it's like, oh, we're you're, about, you're my boo. You're my boo. I'm, I'm a boo You don't get booed up. And this is an ode to your booty. I so, guess. You say we're going to get booed up? Booed up. That's the name of the song? B-O-O apostrophe D. Booed up. Spell it out at the top of the podcast. Booty. Indian wedding booty. <laughs> my big fat Indian <laughs> booty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, my big fat Indian booty. It is so thick. Gonna give big fat Indian booty a slice of this dick. <laughs> Pepperoni and a salami. Don't know if that is kosher halal. Don't know what I'm talking Going about. Going to a wedding in Texas again. More like it's Indian for my kin. That's because the whole family is gonna have to get together and blend. That's because they are so many sides Indian people and people that's why that is Margaret and the other folks man it's gonna be with the jokes let me tell you about being the bride everyone's looking at me from far and wide and far and wide everyone's congratulating me on my upcoming new fiddles <laughs> who knows Man, that's to fly me to Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it matter? Mm, whatever you're into, talking we're at the big fat Indian wedding. So you know there's a couple of Hindus like Malayalam, the matter the dialect. I am just on oh, whatever we're talking. Heck, yeah, you know that it's all just the same. Blech. Got the whole family up in the front yard. I thought I was gonna be wearing white, but I'm now wearing Indian garb. <laughs> That's because I am loving my hubby and I'm loving the culture. Oh yeah, if they pull out something rolled up, no, I'm gonna smoke one, huh? So many times I cry myself to sleep. Yes. So much drama and my family is like sheep and people don't know, they don't recognize that things are different. 
all around the world. Yeah, you spin and twirl. Yeah, it may cause a little bit of misunderstandings here or there. But let me tell you one thing. It's love that takes you everywhere. Earlier when I said it's all the same, I meant that we're all the same. Sorry, I'm showing up to that big fat Indian wedding wearing what? Sorry. Uh, yeah, we're just partying out. It's Bollywood now. Uh, gonna just rock out with our garb on, man. You know it goes down. Everyone's gonna learn how to dance. That's part of the show. Yeah, you're gonna dance and prance. You better know. You got the flow, so I believe in you and all your moves. Just letting you know for ahead, I got the best grooves. You gon' do the dance, put your right hand up in the air. Then you put your left hand in the air. Then you put your right foot in the air. Then you put your left foot in the air. Fly! They're all up in the air. Fly! And we gon' fly, and we gon' fly. Because together our love will never die. Blah! Uh, it's all in the air like it's high Like we're smoking that keef uh, All vegetarian wedding we get along So there is no beef uh. <laughs> And there ain't no sheep and there ain't no problem But if everything comes to harm us You know that they're gonna have to disarm us uh, That wedding brunch mimosas But it's an Indian wedding So what we got with my mimosas Samosas uh. <laughs> Our love will last forever, that's the truth. I'm not lying like an arrested development blues. Yeah, when you get married, you're married for seven lifetimes. Yeah, that's right, I'm gonna be a wife for seven lifetimes. Oh yeah, we got family everywhere. Man, we got a ton. Are we arguing when we eating food? Mmm, there's nine. Bollywood, Bollywood. But the wedding, uh, yeah, we're going hard because we are a ballers. Uh, what we else are we eating there? I'm talking masala, <laughs> chicken, vindaloo. Uh, know what we're into? Uh, yeah, I love all that spinach with the cheese in it, whatever it's Vindaloo. Called. That's if what it's you called. Want to fight, fight me in a hurry. <laughs> Give me a bowl of the spicy curry. Hey. When mama tells you to take home a bowl of food, you better know that it's really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that our... Uh, Knowledge of Indian culture extends to food. You know, to be fair, we didn't do food till the very end, so I feel that's like true, that's, that's, true. that's the easiest place to go. I did drop a couple hot facts on you. You did. Like you mm -hmm. get married for seven lifetimes. Wow, that's too Because you have to walk around the fire seven times. I do mm -hmm. wonder sometimes in this show if I'm like legally married to this guy. If <laughs> 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 like I've done enough of the like walk around the fire and the putting on the Mangal Sutra and like. All of the there's like a lot of traditions, right? Mm -hmm. And like rings aren't really a part of it. Do, but there's a lot of other stuff. Do they care about like? Can anybody marry anybody, or is there special people that can only marry other people? What? Yeah, I guess what? Because like, if anybody can marry anybody, uh -huh. then maybe you are married. Yeah. 
Yeah. So like I can't marry like if I was just like I now pronounce you two husband and wife uh -huh. I could that wouldn't work because I'm not you're not a, an ordained minister I was an ordained minister for two years what? why well I, you to didn't. marry friends of yours well I was I was 18 that is how old you have to be to do it <laughs> and you can get a certification online it's very easy did someone ask you to preside over their wedding no I just found out I could do it so I did and I never I never did anything about it. I just had the certification. And it lasts for two I years? I was a minister. Yeah, you can be a minister. Easily. Easy, dude. Did you try to marry anybody? Easy. Were you rushing to marry people? I'm well, just imagining like walking down the street being like, like you bump into two people and you're like, you're married <laughs> you're now. Married. Yeah. You're married, dude. Uh, so I did just realize something that's very important is that in our rehearsals, we've only been miming the props. So you know mm. what? That probably discounts it. So you won't be married until, until the, the show. Until the actual show. And as far as being a minister that can marry people goes, I do think you have to sign some papers. Okay. Mm -hmm. mm. I've heard that you, at least in the state of Texas, can just present yourself as married multiple times, and then you count as married. It's common law. If baby. you're just like, yeah, common law marriage. Wow. I like the idea of, of being able to just marry people, and it's like you have this power. And you're like, <laughs> like what if you like connected to, the, to me. For the for the listener? Uh, Tyler held out his hand and like looked at it, like he could shoot lightning out of his fingertips, but he was like gonna shoot marriage out of his fingertips. Like I have to get like, like I'm an X Men now. I'm like, oh, how do I control it? And then, like, <laughs> you have to go to you have to go to Professor oh, X's school for gifted youngsters. Like if you wanted to say like like I'm trying to think of like if you. Want to say a word that rhymes with married, mm -hmm. like f like fairied. And it's like, oh, are you two kids fairied? But then mm -hmm. you say married on accident, uh -oh. and, and then, then suddenly, boom, you're married. Uh -oh. Boom, you're married. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing more and more Donald Trump accents That's recently. I don't know why I keep yeah, doing this. They, yeah, they keep coming out. They, uh, of I me think, or of you? No, 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 of everyone, I think. Yeah. I, I teach the kids, and the kids, they do it as well. They do? Do they do they the do hand, well. oh, yeah. hand gestures? So oh, yeah. for the listener. they're like, you're fired. Nice. You fired. Uh, for the listener, like Margaret and Tyler are co-workers uh, for teaching children. Teaching uh, children. That's true. Yeah. Never, never said the name of the company. Are we going to? No. Okay. Because why? Because why? We do teach children. Yeah. Uh, in multiple companies, actually. Yeah. Teach them. We're kind of changing the world one child at a time. Uh, one child at a time. <laughs> one Donald Trump impression at a time. Yeah, so no, kid, you got to love each other. <laughs> like, what? No, do I you do that voice? <laughs> I think maybe we're all just like... You know, it's been a while. We're we're not like less upset about it, but it has gotten funnier. <laughs> really? You think we're not it's less funnier? upset about things, but things have gotten funnier. I've I thought it was funny the whole time. Wow, <laughs> oh, well, you're so cool. But are you saying that the kids do do the the, the hand, hand gesture? Yeah, the they hands? do the hand. Man, you know how that makes me feel. How's that make you feel? Sad. Sad. <laughs> so sad. Huge, bigly sad. So oh sad. man. man. Oh, yeah. How's uh, it gotten funnier? What do you think's funnier about? I just think, I think people reach a breaking point when things just become funny. Yeah. I think that's what, what makes a lot of good comedy. Like the Richard Pryor heart attack. Like, are we talking about Richard uh, Pryor? Mm. Tig Notaro's awful, like, three weeks of, like, breakup cancer mom died. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I think just, like, at a certain point, people just kind of snap and things become funny. And that's, that's, and really that's where you thing. are. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think you, that's where everybody is, man. Oh, well, wow, you're really projecting that. <laughs> I'm projecting that. I do that a lot. <laughs> are you ever in a moment, like, like just a normal moment, and you're, like, mad or upset or sad about something? Uh -huh. And I'm like, why is everybody so mad? <laughs> no, 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 you're real, you're real mad. You're real upset about something, something big or small or whatever. Uh -huh. And then, like, if you just take a step back and look at yourself, mm -hmm. it's pretty funny. 
It's pretty funny. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Like you it's like, oh, funny. did you just lose your job? Like that's that's kind of that's kind of hilarious. So I had a really, really, really bad day. It was like I don't even remember really what happened. There was just Margaret like, in the very, 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 very bad day. Very bad day. <laughs> around children, because we have a story to tell. <laughs> what happened once I'm upon like, a time? I was like, I was like fighting with my boyfriend over some dumb logistical like travel stuff, and then like work was stressful, and I was like sick, and then because there were so many Donald Trump children, there were so many Donald Trump children. As work was so bad, <laughs> their impressions were I, terrible. What's the relationship between two people? They just wouldn't let me forget about Donald Trump for one fucking second. Anyway, so uh, I told John I want to get ice cream. John's my boyfriend. I tell mm. him I want to get ice cream, and then like we're arguing over logistics of getting ice cream. So that by the time I get to the ice cream shop, mm-hmm. it's hot. I'm upset. I've like I've the had ice cream's hot. A bad time. I'm outside in the parking mm. lot, and I I start stomping my feet and yelling. <laughs> At like, what? What are you yelling? I'm, I'm like, let's just go out and get in the car. I don't want to do this anymore. Who are you yelling at? Um, everyone. The universe? The universe. Oh, John, really. And then mm. he just starts laughing at me. And, then, <laughs> and, and I'm sure that made it better. And, well, I start laughing at myself because I am acting like a three-year-old. And it's just like, oh, okay, I'm cool now. It's funny. I'm cool now. Let's just go get some ice cream. It's funny. It's funny, you it's know? It's funny. I think, I think uh, people get really caught up in like, I can't let anyone see how I'm feeling, man. And if they see how I'm feeling, they're going to hold something over me. It's, it's like weakness. But like really, just like let yourself feel how you're feeling because odds are if you just if you just scream in a parking lot about it, it'll be hilarious. Yeah. Because Tyler and I dissect jokes a lot. Uh-huh. And I was uh, just thinking... And I was like, is the reason I was like, is the reason that it's funny that like no one cares as much as you do? And and that on like any sort not even the grand scale. People say like the grand scale to talk about like worldwide, but like even on just like a very slightly larger scale, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Is that why it's funny? I maybe maybe there's some of that of like it is I mean I think that that's definitely a part of it, like you being the only one who cares about something. It's like, mm-hmm. it's pretty, no, everyone's like, we don't care. Like yeah. yesterday I arrived at work and realized immediately that I'd left my f- meals at home and it Whoa. like ruined my morning. <laughs> and there's like a, there's a cafeteria at work. Like I went up and I bought a veggie burger and everything's discounted. I bought a decent veggie burger for $2. Wow. And I was like, what a price. <laughs> That such there, a deal that there's no problem but you're still mad i was That's so i was like uh, you ever do something like worse for you just because then it makes you feel a little bit better where i was like well i'm gonna just drive home and pick it up and get back to work and it'll be burn a half hour but it'll it'll i'll feel like I'll I, feel. I fixed it like you like you didn't you didn't let it beat you yeah i can't let it beat me See, what I think is funny about emotions in general is emotions, especially strong ones, cause tension. Yeah. And tension, it's just begging for a joke. It's just begging for a joke. Yeah. That's why, like, think of a terrible thing, like, you know. I see you've seen Nanette. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, she invented fucking tension with jokes. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck that. You I need didn't to, like it? I need to watch the whole thing. Okay. But Yeah, you need to watch the whole thing. The whole thing's in the ending, listen, Tyler. I'm sure you it's great, but the, the point is that um, it wasn't funny because she stopped trying to be funny because she was making a statement. It's like, all right, well, make a statement on a fucking blog or something because this is supposed to be stand-up. So part of that 
I think is even though you know they're speaking English, I think it's largely cultural. Like the I listen to a lot of BBC comedy podcasts, mm-hmm. and like a lot of their stand up slash like they count people people's like one person shows as stand up, and I could see like you know her doing that stand-up special at like Edinburgh or one of these British festivals where like a lot of it is stand-up comedians and there there was a they like uh, one of the podcasts I listened to is uh, BBC Radio 4 Comedy of the Week and they were like oh uh, the writer the winner of some like comedy writers award for like some half hour special they like they played this radio bit and there were a couple of laughs in there but it was similarly like like it made me cry it was like one of those like emotionally wrought things like a sto- anecdotal thing and i was like is this comedy like and so this fell into the same thing i can tell like with i i understand where you're coming from but i think a part of it is because i've heard people say the same sort of thing i, and think I, think I, I, I get that there's I like, agree it's a cultural so thing. there's a there's also okay on on one note i have two notes right here i have two ideas mm-hmm. that are very important i have to tell you both of them okay. one um I, it is a cultural thing i cannot tell if australian news is a joke or if it's, <laughs> I can't tell when they're being serious. I watch it sometimes, and I'm just like, yeah, there's a boat that the cover fell off the boat, and they're like, but what happened to the boat? The cover fell off. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I can't tell. This is the a joke. timing. The timing is so good. And uh, the other thing is that uh, on on I don't know some magazine in the grocery store today. I think it was Time. It's like the science of medicine, and you know the or medicine, the laughter medicine thing. You know, laughter is the best mm. medicine. It's something like that. Science of the laughter is medicine of medicine. Like yeah. That, oh, that one. That idea. Um, and I think that like laughing and crying kind of do similar things. At mm. least for it's like this huge release of like you were saying tension. Mm. It's like, you know, you just can't, you can't deal with it anymore. And all of a sudden something happens with to your body and all of a sudden you're making weird bl- noises. Yeah. You're either crying or you're laughing. For sure. It's, and it's all sort of like interconnected and circular, yeah. I think. Damn. I think, anyway. I can still, I can still, I still remember what she said in the special whenever she was like. We're rapping about it. Yeah. I remember what she said whenever she was like, I'm tired of being humiliated. <laughs> I'm not going to self-deprecate anymore. It's <laughs> a good impression of her, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of this. I'm a lesbian. I'm tired of it. Life has been too hard. <laughs> yeah. Kelly spread. Yeah. 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 I'm feeling some kind of way. I got some things on my chest I need to say. I got some things that need to be paid Attention to, but I gotta laugh it all away Australians are always saying things are funny They're like, everyone died Is that was running? The story in the papers? Uh, maybe it happened now, maybe it's happening later Yeah, see a kangaroo And I'm laughing till I'm crying, boo-hoo-hoo Yeah, um, in Australia Is it hot as Texas telling ya? I don't know, man. We live in hell. Everything is going so unwell. I'm telling you, everybody. People dying. People crying. Tragic. All you can do is laugh. <laughs> All you can do is cry. All you can do is break the tension, at least. All you can do is try. Huh. Dingo. In a tragic series of events. Killed a small little bing bong baby in the bubbler bar, the pence. Is that funny, huh? Uh-huh. 
all of us maybe got some depression, some mania. Yeah, Nanette from Tasmania. That's where she's coming from, uh, where she's hailing from. Uh, yeah, cause it's coming down like hail among us. And yeah, the sleet and the rain, it feels like all we can do to maintain and release in that tension when the sun comes out. Uh, yeah, cause we know it's among us now. Yeah, something always going on in the brain Trying to take medicine to lessen pain I can't always see the light at the end But I'm always here with my friends With our homies Tyler and Patrick Run the fools Need more friends, oh Then you need to call me <laughs> Oh yeah, got my whole gang here Oh yeah, love them cause the gang's so weird Oh yeah, man, we sipping on a couple beers Put a cider all up inside her <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think you're doing cider wrong <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, uh. Instead of beer and the cider, I want a liquor Oh uh, man, yeah, I'm just getting the drunk quicker I'm just gonna just keep on stacking these figures Cause I need to see if I can get a little richer But it's one thing to be Concerned about money, it isn't what should be in our lives to be running. But I know that we need to just all amount to something. Man, I'm just speaking the truth, I ain't bluffing now. Pour up, drink, headshot, drink, man. Drinking kills the pain. Sometimes you're having a good time, you wake up hungover. Man, I didn't like that last line that I said about drinking. My point is that emotions and crying and laughing and drinking and sucking and sliding and drinking my cider. Who knows what I'm doing here? Fucking and drinking and smoking and fucking and fucking and poking and fucking and smoking and joking and laughing and crying and whining and crying and dining. I'm eating the ice cream with junk. <laughs> Did I cry into my ice cream a little bit? A little bit. Salted caramel. Salted caramel ice cream. Salted from them tears. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I have heard that though. That is a cultural thing. I know, like Ari Shafir, he has a podcast. Mm. He talks a lot about. Uh, he he does a lot of international comedy just because he likes to travel. And he talks about how like. Uh, it's like a trope for stand-up to be like funny, funny, funny. Let me grab the stool and sit down because things are getting serious. Are like getting serious. it's just like a thing people joke about. Like I, now at the tops of sets, people will be like, "I'm just gonna put the stool over here for the serious moment." Yeah. Like it's just like it's just that's what they like. They like the range of emotion. And he said that he was, which I'm looking forward to. He said he's his next special that he's doing. He made it like. Uh, he said Edinburgh, because that's like where they mm -hmm. have a lot of stuff. Uh -huh. An Edinburgh-style hour of comedy, hmm. but American, so it's funny the whole way through. Uh, nice. Something about that, um, there's Michelle Wolf's show on Netflix. Uh -huh. uh, Man, I watched that. It was not good. You did not like what? it? No. Okay. I really liked it. I like it. Yeah. I think maybe, do you not like her Don't voice? watch it, y'all. <laughs> no, her voice is, like, annoying, but, you oh, know. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, that's part of the part of the appeal. I mean, that's the reason that I keep laughing. No, um, but the... <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with her? Ah! But she had a segment recently that was kind of satirizing how um, it's kind of the same sort of arc in a segment, but how all of the, like, late night hosts now have to be like what i'm saying is uh truth and it's jokes but it's really real out there I here's, saw the, here's that. the serious part really real out there yeah tonight with so maybe, Oliver. yeah that sort of thing and you know i didn't care for that it was too it was too meta it was too meta, too meta. not too meta but it was like it's like late night 
those late these late night political segments are still fairly new like John mm-hmm. Stewart is really the one who really started doing it back in like yeah. you know, 2000 mid 2000 so it's like still like f- 15 years old and we still love it mm-hmm. and like it was just like ripping the skin off of something you love and it's like look at how it works and I was like I don't no! want to see uh, it I don't want to see it <laughs> I think that's part of the reason that like of the shows I keep up with of that ilk because like Stephen Colbert I'm, I'll like listen to his monologue the oh. day after and like Samantha Bee's show as well but something I've started listening to a lot uh, um, a podcast called Chop- Chapo Trap House hmm. are either of you familiar with this? No, what's that? It's a group of guys um, in New York and they started it and it's become its own not necessarily movement though a lot of like publications want to call it that of the um, the scumbag left. They're like all socialists and they're smart and they're funny and they talk about it and um, they critiquing like the current culture. None of this matters and we're all going to die soon, but let's get back to this because it's really fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that kind of like crystallizes it. And one of the things that I've, it's made me think of more uh, is like, because they have, have trashed on those late night talk show hosts a bit about you know, it being like trying to see it as a vehicle for change. Like, I feel like a lot of those shows are like, as long as I'm funny enough and right enough, a uh, change will happen. Yeah. Um, and, and they're saying that that's not enough. That, yeah, that it's not the, it's not like an axis that can be won on. I don't know. It, it's become I mean, like, like, clearly not because like, look how far we've come in 15 years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think that, that, that it's, it's really great for people who agree agree with these mm. late night like i love it because i agree with all of it mm-hmm. and um i i'm like oh, why why don't my why don't my like terrible relatives just watch this and stop being so nasty all the time um but i think that it's it's just the easiest way to like I, yeah it is kind of an echo chamber isn't it it's like mm-hmm. the easiest way for us to like crystallize our own thoughts which i think is helpful in like if we were going to like argue with somebody who was on the fence maybe about something, but when people are already like cemented in their opinions, the only way in my opinion to like get through to them is by bringing it back around that emotional like tension of things is like, is like really listening to people like hearing their side of the story and not discounting it as, as wrong or whatever, because like, yeah, maybe the, this, this like racist person did have a bunch of bad experiences with people of color. And like, that's, that's true for them. And you're not ever going to convince them that like people of color aren't bad because they're, they believe it in their, like in their heart. Right. You got to sit down like with people of color with them. You got to like really get to like the truest feeling of it. The feeling that you can't like logically say. Mm, yeah. Right? It's, it's all like deep. It's all deep emotional stuff as well. No one's going to be like, oh, you used Socratic questioning to yeah, get me like, to a point where I contradicted myself. Uh, you logicked me out owned. of this. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the only way that like any sort of comedy, like te- the only way and probably still wouldn't work. It would just be interesting for me to watch would be like to have late night comedian talk shows that were more conservative but that were also still funny so but it's like would any would any like it would destroy like comedy well, destroy comedy like no one would be, everyone would be like fuck you comedy yeah. central i mean part of the thing or just is not that watch it i've heard a theory that like it 
you can't well both logistically you can't get conservative comedy to happen because like all the chances to do comedy are in cities and you know and also part of conservatism being born out of uh an inexperience like of relating to other people so someone might be like the the biggest stand-up comedian in podunk idaho and then they move to a city and they're like i'm gonna do my conservative stuff but then they meet all the people that they only have stereotypes about um but not only that but that the content being that like conservatism is like wanting to preserve the status quo uh and liberalism being like changing it and challenging it Mm -hmm. um and so like that that being what comedy is yeah and that comedy is really just like Pointing at shit and being like, "That's fucking weird." Y'all, yeah. y'all see that's hey, weird. Hey, you notice that? Hey, you ever notice that? Hey, you never that's noticed that? So. <laughs> Did you ever notice that that's fucking weird? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump becomes a comedian this whole time. <laughs> but like, what about like, like Bill Burr's not? I wouldn't say he's liberal or conservative, but he definitely like he makes crowds mad at him for the things that he says. Mm-hmm. And like, so, someone like that actually being like, "Yeah, okay, we get that." There's definite ideological differences between the left and the right but if we got closer to the middle what are those things that we could go either way on that would actually be like an interesting conversation to have so again to bring it back to Chavo Trap House now that I've thought about it a little bit and can crystallize a little bit of it so one of the things that's why I said that yeah one of the (laughs) things one of the things that they've said which I'm not sure how much I agree with but they're like if Hillary Clinton were president a lot of this is like systems in place would be exactly the same you know there might not be and one of their theories is that the uh i mean i say theories but you know these are all riffs it's not like this is not an academic podcast (laughs) but um but that it's a lot like part of the what if (laughs) (laughs) but part of the part of the cultural backlash to trump is that like now it's all all out in the open because you know even talking about like uh deportations and drone strikes under obama and you know that um one again them being socialist and i find myself leaning a bit more that way these days but like that capitalism being the root of a lot of these problems and like inequality um being the reason that like people feel left behind and so you know it's that the rich are in power is the like Hell the yeah. this welcome the, comrade welcome the problem <laughs> and so <laughs> and uh and that part of like so listening to them and then like still listening to some of those late night things it's like you know oh they're making fun of trump for they have an orange skin but like these are still people who have more money than yeah. i will ever see yeah yeah they're not like hey they sure do pay me too much it's like this idea of uh, celebrating rich people and like forbes and all mm-hmm. of their accomplishments is really it's like celebrating your own poverty because all of your money is going to them mm-hmm. all of your opportunities are going to them all of your privilege is going to them mm. Mm, I have some feelings about rich people. And so with the like Bill Burr stuff that the I think, again, like part of the tribalism we have now is just like people know. I think, you know, most people who aren't like in Trump's base know that like a lot of the current policies are like objectively worse than for people um, as a whole Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. But and so like 
any critique of Trump, they're like, yay. But then, like, any critique of, like, Clinton or past Democratic stuff, they're like, no, 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 don't go that way. Um, and so even if, because, like, some of what Bill Burr says, I think, is largely, like, challenging that power, like, being like, fuck all these rich yeah. people. Um, and a, lot, a lot of it, for the government, a lot of the big thing is, like, dude, they're fucking killing people all the time. Mm -hmm. Government. Hillary Clinton would have yep. killed just as many, if not more, than Trump. And he's like... Hillary was also sucked, and it's like, yeah, but yeah. wouldn't have sucked as bad. And like, mm. and like Hillary Clinton, he's also he's not he no, he would never use the word big government, but he's very like, you know, mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton's just she's going right along with everything else. It's like Being hey, let's, more let's, in let's military let's industrial let's monitor complex. people. Yeah, for sure. Let's monitor mm. let's monitor people's lives. Let's put put chips in people's brains. Let's put shit. Wait, what? <laughs> well, he, he's also like a conspiracy. <laughs> oh, okay. He's like he's like she wouldn't do it, but she would push it closer that direction. And I'm like. You know, I feel like I, I don't watch a lot of Bill Burr. Yeah, standing in my place, dollar signs chasing them. You know, inequality, systemic racism. Uh, got redlining in our cities. Yeah, I'm taking pity on others and myself, man. Cause these things are shitty. Uh, not looking pretty when I got that outlook. So I'll be checking my email on that outlook. Yeah, people give shit to millennials for not buying houses, not living like they should. But I'm saying we got loans, man. We'll never afford being in the city. We'll never do that. Republican Party, man, they are gerrymandering. Donald Trump hating on the last president. He's very slandering, huh? <laughs> uh, man. I'm looking out at it and I'm just like, help me, you know some bullshit say people Kylie Jenner is self-made, nah, uh, coming from that rich money, you know the most influential thing in your life is whether your parents had money, ugh. People from income brackets, 40k to 120k saying, hey, this a racket, I'm middle class, man. They all realize it's all going into someone else's hands. But you know in San Francisco Bay, 700K's middle class. Uh, I feel like, you know, they're just taking it out my ass. Now I can barely get by with these meager dollars. You know in Silicon Valley, yeah, just want to make you want to holler. But... Capitalism is perplexing. Read this book, here's what it said then. It was the engine that made civilization. I created the U.S. of A, you know our nation But at the same time, it overlooked all this fucking hate and crime Like it hurt all these people And it raised other people up to the top So it's like it's good and bad, it's like it's bad and good, it's like it's good and evil I don't know where to put it, some kind of trick talking Knievel ah. Looking out there, am I like, are we having fun now? Capitalism will go until resources just run out Ugh. Yeah, just burning it up. I feel like we need to turn the page so we can get up. Yeah, can't we just say enough is enough, man? We don't have to be out here looking so tough, man. We don't have to scrap and scrum every time. We don't have to do the crime if we could get rid of this money system that keeps the people down. All these things, they make me totally frown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I 
I see poor people and I'm like, ooh, not like them, but their circumstances, dude. I mean, <laughs> wish we were doing a whole lot better. Let's hold hands and let's stick together. Yeah. How much do I hate capitalism? A fuck ton. What we need to do sees the means of production. Uh, yeah, get back to the socialism. I said get back more like move forward. Yeah, so we can just hit it off. Respect people's labor. Respect their time. Respect their lives. Universal health care. Come right. Welcome, comrade. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the, I think just again listening to Chapo Trap House, listen to it, it's good. All right, um, I'm in. But the uh, thinking back, like I had a visceral reaction to trying to watch that the Bill Burr special that came out right before the election, and him being like, "Look at these two fucks, we got running for office," and like. You know, now giving him more of the. That? <sighs> Why did he do it before the election? Right before. Yeah. How many people who not, were like, "I'm just not going to vote," saw that I mean, and were like, been. "I'm just not going to vote." I mean, I, I doubt that Bill Burr swung the election. In I'm favor telling of you, I have a conspiracy. <laughs> but like the uh, Bill Burr, you have a conspiracy. I raise you a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> But the but like having a visceral reaction, watching it after the election, and you know when he he like riffs on Trump for a bit, and then he starts riffing on Hillary, and it just being like, oh, no, oh, don't say those, oh, don't say those bad Hillary things, and like now listening to it, I'm like, again, you know, I'm not sure if I'll go back and watch the rest of it, but the but mm-hmm. if again trying to be more, uh, giving him more of the benefit of the doubt, I'm like, oh, it is more of a fuck these rich people and the system we have in place that birthed both these rich you can't be not rich and get to that level yeah it's true it's true just like you know systems have been in place and just like slowly over time rich people make it a little bit easier for other rich people to get by with stuff Mm -hmm. and like a little bit harder for people to move up and you know socioeconomic status just like a little bit harder the one uh, thing that i remember from a business class a management business class i took for my uh, business uh, business fundamental for the listeners at home patrick's very smart Anyway, <laughs> let's keep him <laughs> but the, um, the one thing that I specifically remember this professor saying was like um, you she st- said like how much do you want to pay your employees you want to pay them and like uh, uh, I, I was I wanted to think that she was gonna say like oh as much as you can to like keep the and she yeah. was like you want to pay them as little as they will they will take before quitting that's and i was so like bad. that's Bleh. so bad and i'm like oh that's what we've just been doing on like a grand scale of yeah, like when like, they're like wages the... have stagnated and it's like well yeah they they're going to keep them at this level until they need to raise them up for until people they to absolutely like absolutely have to not... otherwise people won't work there yeah, or right. they'll die or, or whatever yeah it's like I, they forget that that we're humans and not like i don't know machines like people who get paid enough will stay at a job and not mm-hmm. You know, people who aren't getting paid a lot, they don't give a they don't give a shit. Like the less I'm paid, the less I give a shit about that job. Right? It's like if I'm paid more, then I care more and I do a better job. It's like I'm not I don't know, yeah. I feel like they're they're doing the tokens wrong. Like they get they need to give me more money tokens for my caring tokens instead mm. of more like I don't know, fear of not having a job at all tokens. Yeah, something else I realized recently with the stock market being all about like growth, you know, you have a stock of Disney and oh, it keeps going up in value. It means that like the company keeps growing. If you 
if you like own a restaurant, you're a small business owner, you own a restaurant that makes like a hundred thousand dollars in profit every year. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're sitting sitting pretty on that hundred thousand dollars. If you brought that company to be publicly traded and didn't and made no changes, you're like, hey, I have this company that makes consistent profits every year, that your stock price would just stay the same. It would just be like because people are like, Oh, you always spend the same amount of money every year. You make the same amount of money every year. Whereas, so like anytime people are like, ooh, this hot stock pick, it's like, this is a company that's going to keep on growing. And so if you, you're like, well, the stock market just keeps on going up. And you're like, there is some upper threshold where like, I don't know, probably after the water wars that'll happen during our lifetime. And the, wa- the water wars where we, we fight over water? Yeah, where there's not yeah. enough water for yeah, I can't water. wait. <laughs> I personally am a huge as long as they sweater. Listen, if they run out of water, fine, as long as they still keep making Dr. Pepper. That's, that's <laughs> as long as they're still People cherry, will, vanilla, Dr. Pepper, as, I don't care. As long as the DP reserves don't get dry, I will be <laughs> fine. Back in my day, there was a place called Schlitterbahn. <laughs> we just we partied just, in we water. We played in the water. Down. Some I shat in it. I would be in it. Is that like when we take the sun kissed and put it on the slip and slide <laughs> and then slide down? <laughs> you mean the dry and slide? <laughs> it, just, it just scrapes your skin off. Uh, uh, uh. Can I go again? <laughs> sure, son. You know what I heard uh, off topic today is that in, at Burning Man, the, mm-hmm. the big desert, you know, you know what Burning Man is a festival out in the desert. The sand is so salty and or alkaline. Not sure Patrick confirm if alkaline and salty is the same thing. They went to business school, he should they're know. Not, <laughs> they're not the same thing. Thank you, Patrick. Oh, uh, actually, they might be. I'm, I'm just talking about it. Um, it cracks your skin. Mm. Like, people have to bathe in vinegar to what? rebalance their skin's pH level. Oh. Otherwise, their skin will crack. And like bleed, and I and I asked my friend who was telling me, I was like, why would you have a music festival in such a place? And she said, that's the point. Damn, it's a to like it's, motherfucker. Motherfucker. it's a front to God to keep to keep motherfuckers <laughs> away. Is it a? I guess. Is it an effigy of God that they're burning? They're like, burning you said man. we, yeah, I you heard, said we couldn't be here. I have heard it's so it's getting pretty corporate though. Ugh. Oh, Burning Man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she also told me that it can be a five thousand to ten thousand dollar trip just with like you gotta you gotta prepare physically to be out in mm-hmm. bur- a burning desert where the sand will burn you as well. Um and like it costs a lot of money and you gotta camp and have all that ready too. And my old job there and the drugs alone. And my old job there was a coworker who would go to Burning Man every year and has been for decades probably. Mm-hmm. But every time he'd get back and he looked like fifteen pounds lighter and not in like a super healthy way. Yeah. He was like already, you know, a normal looking dude. Uh-huh. And he came back and I was like, Oh, you look how would I describe it? You look gaunt. Yeah, man. I got dysentery when I was oh, out yeah. there. It was totally it was amazing. I man. felt connected to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Especially my asshole because it was spraying all over everybody. <laughs> so you might have to cut that from your podcast. Yeah, burning man. Mm. Bah, crack skin. Bah, then again. Yeah, rub it in. Uh, the man that we're burning is like all of ours, one big father. But. You know when you're at Burning Man, there's no money here, so you're gonna have to barter. But you know, uh, it's all just in the things you bring, the things you trade off, all the things they seem to be just things here at Burning Man. Why don't you have another go again? Yeah. 
when I go to Burning Man, I, I sit in a circle and I cry and I'm crying over my ice cream cause it melted in the desert, man. Oh no, my skin is burning. Oh no, my eyes are burning. Oh no, this music's too loud and I'm crying about everything I snap. Then I laugh. Go to the hot desert again. Oh yeah, she eating ice cream desert again. Oh yeah, I wanna get away from folks. I just wanna be with my homies that I know. I wanna be with the folks that smelling kinda funky. I wanna be with my homie John, he looking like a monkey. I wanna be with my whole crew and taking some drugs. I wanna learn around and just give everybody hugs. Well, we come to the desert is because here you know that there's too much room uh and if you're here then the first thing that you're gonna need here it is yeah two what? mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's all legal here is that the way that they're saying it uh but is it even legal because we don't even have laws deal with it in the desert man anything can happen i'm looking at the stars they're so big and i'm looking at all these people around me they're feeling all different things about me but when we're under the sky and we're tinting and we're fly yeah we're all feeling it man feeling it together man all together man burning man. take a lsd staring at the cosmos gotta prepare before i take a trip to costco buy some food buy some drinks buy the sleeping bag laying out with the homie and i got a bad case of wanting to connect connect with the homie that's looking so erect what oh. <laughs> listen you know i think i understand what tyler just meant because huh? when you're out camping pitching a tent ha, yeah <laughs> taking some of those drugs what are in them uh yeah because it's making my feel headed swimming yeah, sometimes they cut it with Viagra. And don't tell me you're at Niagara. No, you're on the opposite side of the country, man. You're in the deserts out in Nevada, man. Maybe it's California. I hear it's all on fire, man. It's so hot. It Global is burning, warming, man. Capitalism, all these evils in the world, and I just want to escape them. I go to Burning Man with my homies, smoking, erecting my homies. Yeah, looking at all the people that I love and connecting with my hands. See capitalism, goddamn. Go to Burning Man, cost 10 grand. Contradiction, <laughs> I don't know, man. Get off me, I just wanna get to that El Gusand. Uh, Burning Man has just gotten too corporate. Feel like it's a mission, we've got to abort it. Uh, get rid of it so things we are learning once we just get rid of the man who was burning. Get rid of that man who was burning. Burning man. 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 Burning something to take us out yeah i do uh margaret you're from florida i sure am 
That's the thing. Gator country. That's the what? Gator country. Gator country. And you talked about where are you from again? Orlando. Orlando. And you talked Not about really Gator country. And you talked about how gay Orlando. Oh, Orlando is so gay. What That's is more it? like gay. Yeah, gay country. Yeah, not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to hear about gay how country. gay Orlando is. Uh, Orlando's gay as fuck. Uh, so, so we have. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know Orlando was gay as fuck. I thought it would. You know, I would have to go to San Francisco. So, um, growing up, I was very much a part of the gay community. I came out at fifteen. Dante. 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 I'm a. Close that door real quick. She got she got stuff to say. She wants to rap too. What is she? Oh, she got her borks. Bow wow. Why is that these why are all these rappers like dog related? Really? Snoop Dogg, little bow wow. Uh, I feel like that was an early two thousands though. Who let the dogs out? Who who who? They're rappers now. <laughs> the Baja men weren't rappers. Well the well there were a lot of dog people at the same time. There was. Yeah. There so, was snow, the movie Snow Dogs and anyway. Snow Dogs. And very involved that in the gay community. Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, yeah. Okay, so yes, I was very involved in it, and that's what I grew up in. I went to the Pride Parades. I marched in the Pride Parades. I went to all the gay clubs um, just because I was like a, a youngster and I wanted to fuck women. Hey, <laughs> and I that, to that. That's where they were all at. And um, uh, so I was just immersed in it at all times. And then I, I realized that, like, not only was I immersed in it, like you couldn't escape it if you tried. Like there's just, there's so much gay happening at all times. Like uh, a good analogy is that in Austin, uh, there's like a pride festival, but you're gonna drive 30 minutes outside of town. Um, mm. In Orlando, the festival is the whole city. Mm. And and that includes Disney World, which is- It's like know, gay Mardi Gras. It's like gay Mardi Gras. And uh, that includes um, Kissimmee and like a Disney in that area, because we have a little thing called Gay Days at Disney, mm-hmm. which is a train wreck in the best way everyone wears red for AIDS awareness and the park is basically just mostly mostly people are gay and they're 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 like very very proud about it my favorite is that people tend to wear these like sexy princess and prince costumes that are like they're also very gay looking Mm -hmm. um and like do t-shirts of it and like you know just shirts that express their gayness but the reason it's a mess is because everybody gets fucking wasted all day at Disney, <laughs> so it's by the end of it, it's just like a like a drunk fuck rave with Disney here, <laughs> <laughs> and like the water is disgusting. Right, next, you, next, next to ride the teacups, could you stop fucking each could other? You stop fucking each other. Please get on the ride. Don't take off the giant head. <laughs> uh, so moving here to Austin was that uh, was actually really sad because a I I started dating a man, which was. It's the weird. saddest part. That's the saddest part is like, I guess I'm not gay anymore. <laughs> um, and <laughs> my cat's barking. Who's <laughs> Dante is... Where's Dante? Dante is annoying. Okay, why doesn't Wheatley just go somewhere? <laughs> no. Wow, 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 wow. They're like, you didn't pay attention to us for 45 minutes. They're always chill. Wow. It's me. I'm an animal whisperer myself. Uh, So I moved to Austin. (laughs) Call for me. I'll talk to your animals and make them freak out. So moving to Austin was a a less gay city. Uh, Less gay city, although I'm getting back into it because my sister, uh, who's also gay, moved here to be with her girlfriend, and now I can hang out with them. But yeah, it's like, A, I moved to a more conservative state, 
uh, where I was like a little bit afraid of my boyfriend's family mm. and like you know like what am I gonna say about that I, well it's never coming up so I'll just not mention that then <laughs> oh <laughs> I'll just not mention it I'm not yeah, sure I guess know. I guess why would you yeah yeah why would I would you get, would, okay you're wearing a gay shirt right now oh shit I am yeah would I got you, this I would got you this wear that around them no, probably not. Right. No, probably not. Although, I don't know, I guess it would be the brave thing for me to do to, to come out to them and, like, challenge their views on gay people, but... There's some battles you got to choose some, to fight. Yeah. some battles. Like, I'm like, do I want to choose that? Like, I, I really... I'm I'm super close with them now. Like, they're, they're, like, also my family. We've been together for five and a half years, and they're, his family is my family. Yeah. I know? feel like they would say, well, at least you're not gay anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because, the, because they're Native American based. <laughs> <laughs> that was my like Jordan. attempt. <laughs> Jesus. I, I called the buffalo <laughs> and they told me you're not gay anymore. And at least. If someone tried to explain to me how gay people work and I said, how? <laughs> Wait. <you're> <laughs> Wait, Margaret, you're bisexual. I guess that means you use every part of the buffalo. <laughs> every part, ladies and gentlemen, every part of the buffalo gets used. And there are some parts that you may not know that you share with another sex <laughs> or another gender. You may have the same parts, you just don't know about it. But I mentioned that because the, they're all parts to me. <laughs> what But what, like, what I uh, kind of bet the reaction would be coming from, you know, a conservative. Uh, suburb outside of Houston. I don't know, Tyler had, the, but like, there's a lot of like no homo growing up. Oh yeah. Um, and the just, uh, and you know, like, time. kind of yeah. Everyone's saying like gay, but like the the only out gay person I knew was like some classmate in middle school, and then like coming to uh, college in Austin and like joining the crew team, and there being a uh, a flamboyantly gay man on the crew team. I remember thinking, like, why is no one making fun of him right now? <laughs> Not that I was like gonna be like, oh man, I'm just gonna uh, pile on with some it, singers. Guys, but like, somebody uh, get him. <laughs> but I, He's right there. I was like, I, it almost felt like a weird like version of punk where I was like ready for them like to like l let him stop talking and then just like razz the shit out of him. Uh, and it didn't happen. And I was like, oh. Whoa. Times are changing. They're changing. Uh, with the no homo thing, uh, a good way to, at least in my experience, make a gay person laugh if you're also gay is to, you know, make out with them a little bit and then be like, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, good old no gay homo. It's, it's just such a funny thing to say. <laughs> no homo. <laughs> We're holding hands. Hey, no but, homo. Uh, but no homo. You know, like. Oh, I'm not gay. <laughs> we are currently fucking, but I'm hey, not gay. Hey, can I suck your dick? Pause. <laughs> Y'all no, never I'm heard not. of pause? What? That's the thing black folks do. Oh. If you say something that could be, it's very homophobic. It's like very like internal homophobic. Mm. Like where if you say something that could be construed as gay, someone either you say or someone will say pause. Pause. So like if you're like... Uh, Oh man, I was out there with my homie. We were sitting on having a picnic together, and uh, his no. hand sort of touched my hand. No, not like that. No, because that's like, like that's like an admission of like oh. it made me feel things that I more that like I didn't think of. more like you, like you just ate a popsicle and you have the popsicle stick. I'm like, hey, let me lick your stick. Pause. Pause. I'm like, that's not what I meant, man. Oh. Oh. You know? 
Mm. Yeah, it's, it, the whole thing has always been really funny to me, which is, it, it's also interesting moving to Austin with, there, this is such a progressive city filled, of, filled See, with allies. Yeah. This is, this what, this is really what me and you have talked about, where it's like everyone in Austin's <laughs> like, oh, yeah. we're so for it. Oh my God, we're so for it. it but then like, it's like, there's all this underneath shit that it's yeah, like. and it's yeah. like, here I am, gay, thinking that popsicle joke is hilarious. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you know, once I get, listen, I told my friends how great Austin was, and they're all going to move here as soon as they can find affordable housing. Listen, some <laughs> spots just opened up on the east side, so they're going to move into there, and they're going to bring their friends, and, you know, we'll eventually just clean that whole area up. Yeah. Is that a little... Uh... Pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I don't know, like, like you talked about, like, having your boyfriend's parents and not wanting to come out to them, because it's like, why? Yeah, you know? why? What's the And point? it's like... It's one of these things, especially like in Austin, especially like white liberal people in Austin or or whoever mm -hmm. being like, I won't tolerate any sort of bigotry. Yeah. And it's like, shit, we, to like, we tolerate it every day. Like, that's, just, that's how life goes. Yeah, you have to true. tolerate that's people. True. I don't know where you get this like self-righteous, like moral high that's ground. Where it's like, I'm not going to let that in my, in my city. And it's like, uh. well, then, I mean... You, I mean, it's, it's like it's like we deal. We're the ones who are dealing with it. Yeah. You, where you, are you when I'm getting harassed? Yeah. I'm or, imagining like having a conversation <laughs> with this stranger and them asking to see your manager. <laughs> like this is not even at your place of work. <laughs> They're like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. I need to see your. Manager. I'd like. To see your manager. I want to see the person who controls how gay you are. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see your black manager mm -hmm. for your blackness. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? Oh, I wish. Is that a sketch idea? I'm gonna write it down. Write it down. Let me see your black manager. That's so. F that's such a good idea. I'm really? Because you didn't laugh. It's intellectually <laughs> tickling. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah. Too much hate, it's not great. Feel sooner or later, it's gotta come around. We're coming up, don't wanna be down. It's enough uh, for all of us that we're struggling with. Yeah, and it's bubbling up. Uh, yeah, we're just tugging it, hoping it comes out. Huh, get enough. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, violet, every color of the rainbow. Yeah, I'm not getting violent. I'm saying we all need to love each other and accept each other when we're not perfect to our brothers. I have a memory when I was a kid. This kid went and said some shit. I'ma repeat it right here. Involved being queer. He said he was eating a corn dog one day at lunch. He said the skin tastes better than a weenie. Pause. That's a crunch. <laughs> Crunching on that dick now. Used to be I only dated girls. How? Now I'm in love with a dude and he's got my heart. But all my queerness has taken a stop start. I'm in Austin now and it's full of gays. Where? I'm trying to find them, everybody. Where's my big bear? I'm looking for my queens, looking for my lesbians. I found them. 
they're right here. They're not going anywhere. Do you want to eat at home or do you want to eat out? Uh, that's what she said. Wait, no homo. Oh, what that's about. Trying to just chain together jokes. Uh, yeah, to put other people down. Uh, yeah, as Margaret said a song earlier. Yeah, we got those frowns. Yeah, I live in Austin. We love everybody. We're progressive. Looking for the blacks and gays. I look around. It takes a second. So what the fuck is you really, really, really saying? Sound to me like when you like everybody you really playing. Huh. Yeah. yeah, but it's like the Allies in World War II, you know, we kept the black people out of the armed forces, boo-hoo, yeah, that's what I mean when I say ally, yeah, back in the 40s, uh, yeah, because you know that, oh, none of babies are aborted. Yeah, it's 2018, and I'll say we're going somewhere. We got internet, we got late night specials, yeah, it's happening. But I'm saying now, if we could just all take a breath, take a minute, cry, laugh, go to Burning Man, I don't know, man. It's time for us to take a step back and chill out and stop letting everything fluff our feathers up. It's time to just breathe. Laugh it out. We're going somewhere. Yeah, life is harder for people of color. The figures say that. I hear it, look around and think, nigga, I'm black. in that sketch writing mode. <laughs> this is like a slow pan. Face. Yeah. Oh, man, that's yeah. good. <laughs> that's probably the end. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I'm tight. I'm T-Nasty. I'm Creamer. And I'm Margaret Rose Hunsicker. And this has been Off, Off the, the Dome. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I think whenever you're a kid, like the months fly by and you think like, oh man, it's almost summer. And then like summer, it's like, oh man, it's almost school. Mm-hmm. And like in college, the time will fly by and it's like, man, I'm a freshman, I'm a sophomore, mm-hmm. I'm a junior. And then you're like, I'm a senior. Now that we're not in college, it's just like every month that flies by, I'm like, I'm gonna die one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't have an end goal anymore. Yeah, so I'm, just like, just I'm, like, I'm gonna die. Man, is that a forehead wrinkle? I got, uh, buddy, where is my career is, going? so beautiful. Where am I in life? What's happening? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I started working again. And I'm like, this, like, oh, I'm working so I get more money. Uh, what is this the is this the goal? Do is it just more money? Is the goal is that just more? Is that the is that only the thing goal? I'm working for? See, I'm kind of I'm putting the pressure on John to propose and for us to get married. Uh-huh. But I I honestly think I just need to do something where yeah. there's like an end date and mm-hmm. then it's over. What do you mean? Like it's a big project, right? That's yeah. That you just you just want a big project. I just wedding want to, seems. Yeah, I mean, like we're already one. committed forever. Yeah. That that's already not a really a big question with me and him, but um. I, 
I want a wedding so I can plan something mm -hmm. and then look forward to something and then the months will fly by and I'll be like, well, here it is. <laughs> and the thing about a wedding is like, it's a thing that is worth planning for, you know what I yeah. mean? So mm -hmm. like the months go by and you're like, you know what? That took a lot of time, took a lot of effort, but you know, it was my wedding. It was my wedding. Versus like, it. you know, mm -hmm. took a lot of time and you know what? my paper mache sculpture of mm -hmm. Michael Jackson on did, did not sell well. Did not sell well. <laughs> my, my play it ended up not being so good. Well, yeah. Speaking of the play, I am getting a bit jealous of like, you know, Indian weddings, they last for three days and mm. they've got like ceremonial dances, ceremonial like walking around with fire and like different necklaces and flowers you put on and all this stuff. And like, I, I too, enjoy pomp and circumstance. I mm. too enjoy Appropriate tradition. Appropriate that shit, girl, you got And I'm it. like, <laughs> this one is like, called henna. Uh, this is called henna, everyone. I got mine in blue it's, because it looks better with my skin tone. I, it's, I got this henna. I think it's pronounced henna. I prefer henna. Anyway. I prefer henna. <laughs> Ladies, it's it's the thing we all do together. Uh, but but I'm like, how many like extra ass things can I do at my wedding? Like I, I'm like, I kind of want to get my friends to do performances mm -hmm. just because I want it to be a big event that's fun instead of like annoying. Yeah, I, you, I want you to have a tight hour. <laughs> I want you to have your hour long special. Your wedding's gonna be like a three day comedy festival. <laughs> I would, I would hey, that's I a great would. idea. <laughs> That'd be a fun festival somewhere. Like it's like a recurring festival that eventually just becomes a festival, but it starts off as just like come to Margaret's wedding, one yeah, of the best. My wedding. It's not John's. It's my yeah. <laughs> Margaret's wedding. <laughs> hey, you head into uh, you head into uh, MWF this year, uh, Margaret's wedding festival. Listen, the three days it's on: Monday, Wednesday, Friday. MWF. <laughs> it's really cool. It's like a week long Monday, thing. You Margaret's know, people wedding just... festival: Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's good. Man, what fun. That's pretty, that'd be good. Man, look. <laughs> when, you're like, but for real, we could do that, right? We could. When, yeah. when, when would you want to get married? Uh, so I want I want to get married so in 2020. A June, a so June that, wedding. <laughs> what? Is it a June wedding? A June. Oh fuck no. Wait, you want to get married in 2020? 2020. So when we get divorced, I can look back and say, I wish I had 2020 vision. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's uh, like what 79% of all marriages end in divorce. That seems. I very made up high. that number. <laughs> <laughs> that seems extremely. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a lower number, like 50. Like, like 50, 50%. like half. Like you flip a coin and that decides whether or not you last forever yeah. um would i be best man uh i'm trying to figure out which side you'd be on you'd be you'd be like to be on your side i'd be your best I, man you'd be my best man yeah you're my best man well uh, so, you know it's like 28 it's like 2018 so yeah. or it would be 2020 so who yeah. knows where we would be then okay but yeah you, best maid you can have a maid of honor and a best man just oh, let me be your oh, best man shit. you can have a man of honor and a best maid Best maid. Best maid. Best so maid I, I have a friend who is uh genderless and i'm i'm trying to figure out which one they can be. best the best. <laughs> the this, best. Is, this is the best. You're They're the just best. best. You're the best. best. You're the best. <laughs> and also, like, they're probably one of the people that's closest to both me and John, too. Mm. So it's like yeah, they can just stand yeah. in the middle. <laughs> She's the best. So shout oh, out to Bessie if you listen to uh, this. So hey, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a bestie. Bestie, bestie. Um, the, yeah, it's like, oh, man, I'm an usher at this wedding. What's your role? Uh, I'm the best. <laughs> 